So what's your definition of success? Um, my definition of success changes on a daily basis. So uh, I heard a song today that I've heard in a while, but it's the M People song about what have you done today to make you feel proud? And that's one thing where I know I was watching the Gospel Artist of the Year and she was one of the judges and then she performed at the end. That's when I actually knew it was her. I was like, oh, I got it that. So I think for me, as someone that's a bit, I don't want to say airy-fairy, but a little bit, um, keeping my son alive daily, for me, it's a massive success. Like yeah. just knowing that he's well and I'm still, I can still tick that parent box. That's important for me. But then, so that's more like short term. And, you know, just things like, you know, that I drink enough water. So it's very basic things that are short term success goals for me. But yeah. long term is literally the motto of my life is to live life with no regrets. It's to be able to say, okay, I wasn't a biatch to somebody unnecessarily. I didn't, you know, I wasn't me to so I was kind. I was, you know, living my values because I do try and live my life by values. So for me, that's sort of like success. And I think more importantly, during this pandemic, it's more important to kind of almost bring down what we look at as success, if that makes sense. So, you know, normally before the pandemic, everyone's like, I want to do this, I want to do, I want to do that. But obviously the yeah. pandemic was like, no, you're not going to do that. So you kind of have to, instead of thinking of yourself as a failure, you failed in certain things, you kind of have to then bring it down to, okay, you know what? I brushed my teeth today. I had a shower today. Yeah. I brushed my hair. You know, just basic things to me. So I think the pandemic has made me, and I'm sure many other people, completely revise their idea of success. But I think it's just knowing that you've lived a life where you've done everything you wanted to do, you didn't faff around, and you tried. You know, success yeah. to me is just knowing that you've gave something your utmost. doesn't matter what it is, but you gave it everything. So that's that's my definition of success. Brilliant. So both you and Tyler are quite similar with your definition of success. Little steps, little things, little achievements. You keep mm -hmm. aiming higher and higher. You achieve one, you try another. Jude, what's your definition? I'm going to all of you. What's your definition of success? I think uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, those of you watching from far and near, I hope you guys are keeping well. I'm keeping well, trying to. Uh, I think Tyler and... Uh, G's kind of touched on it. I, I like the way Tyler put it because uh, uh, that was where I was going anyway. To be successful, success would be in a certain field. You, you can be successful in every different field, so to speak. So if I set out to be a common actor, whether I was on TV or doing theater work, that's a success in itself because I've achieved that which I wanted to achieve. Yes. So it's different. If, if my goal was from from day one was to be on the big screen, to be rolling with the Hollywood guys, then and I end up in doing theater work in uh, Perkham, then that won't be a, that won't be success because at uh, the back of my head I still think I want to be rolling with Denzel Washington and the mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. But I think yeah. setting out achievable goals, you know, measurable goals, those smart goals, like I want to be an actor first and foremost. Going through that training and coming out of it as a certified actor, I don't know what certification they give them, what guilds they come out yeah. from, but just going out of that and becoming a certified actor, whether you go to Camberwell Art School, that is a sex in itself. Every other thing then follows, it becomes added to it. So uh, what, what I like about what G said was um, uh, 
using the pandemic as an uh, as an exemplar because uh, what people do and what humans do uh, I've been one if people know me from when I was young I don't do new year resolutions I hated it with I hated it just the same way I hated Santa Claus I don't believe in those things I don't like people telling me what's your new year goal for this year what's your new year resolution I'm like come on for Christ's sake it was only Friday yesterday and Saturday today so so people people got caught up with the whole oh pandemic is taking a year out of us i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you're setting yourself up to fail again don't mm. do that for me i set up goals that are very achievable and measurable and smart and i go it's, achieve that i'm like successful i don't have to be rich but that, i've got it that didn't let the pandemic hold them back they saw they saw it as okay yes we're going through these lockdowns we've got this we've got this um pandemic going on but we still need to set our goals we still need to to aim for something i think that's just mm-hmm. in life we've always got something that we're aiming towards but g spoke about little things especially in, um, during this pandemic the brushing the teeth getting ready doing this doing that the little goals that we achieve and i count that to be success habits so mm-hmm. i don't know do any of you have success habits the little things that you do whether it's daily or weekly or monthly that you put in place to help you with achieving. For me, it's, I'm currently little things like planning, planning for my lessons or just to ensure that I'm ready to go and deliver in class. And then if I'm planning for the next, I don't know, course I'm going for, I start, I do little things to build towards that success. Mm. Tyler, is there anything you do? Yeah, for me, um, again, there's a number of things um, I would, I'd firstly talk about my photography business that I that I have that I own. During obviously the pandemic, I couldn't work as much, but still I was learning. You know, I kind of edit and I film stuff as well. So every single day, I was learning a different thing on my editing system, uh, suite that I've got. You know, learning a new system, learning how to do this, learning how to do that. So at the end of the day, even when you feel stagnant and you're at home and you can't go out. If you're constantly learning, 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 when the time comes for me to then step out, that is the, yeah. the success that success comes yeah. from all the learning yeah. I've done whilst being inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I think there's no excuse. There's no excuse to not be learning, yeah. watching tutorials on YouTube. There's many, many hours of videos you can be watching and learning mm-hmm. every single day so that when you step out, you know, you're ready to build on that success. And that's that's what I've mm-hmm. been doing personally. It's really helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, G. I know you spoke about the, the I, I, yeah. in regards to success goals. I completely agree with all Tyler said in terms of like learning. I'm very much, I'm one of those people, I think up to a few years ago when I finally stopped doing any sort of courses, my friends used to call me a professional student because even though I started working when I was 18, I was always doing something. I was always yeah. learning something. You know, I'm a, well, I, I've learned how to make shoes. I can make you a pair of shoes if you need some from scratch, handmade. You know, I went to learn that twice just to refine my, you know, knowledge and stuff. But also, um, one thing I've been trying to look into for maybe 10 years is how to pivot from being a chartered accountant into something else. And I thought, you know what, time is something that before the pandemic, where we said we didn't have enough of. This now, you're at home. You pray, literally one of my prayers last year was to work more from home, at least three days a week. I got that prayer answered. So because I needed more time to do other stuff and learn more things. So what I had to do was to look into, okay, 
what else can I learn? Because I don't want to just be a bog standard chartered accountant. I might do projects, and I thought, okay, what else can I do with it? Where else can I go with it? So I started looking into that, and I took it very seriously. I got myself a natural career coach because I knew I couldn't do it by myself. I've been trying for ten years to do it by myself, and I had to hold myself, like hold my hand up, break out a credit card, and say, you know what, I need your help. Help me. And she's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, so the whole learning and everything, definitely, you have to use time. Time is very precious. Time is something that I'm very. I'm one of those people that I plan everything I'm doing each hour of the day somewhat. Like I had a nap today and it was planned because I knew if I didn't plan it, I wouldn't get it in. So I'm getting, like you said about planning, I'm getting better at planning. But yeah. again, I can't emphasize more about the short-term goals. Like just things like drinking enough water in the day. I now have an app on my phone that I have to log how much water I'm drinking and things like that. And I mean, every week I try to set myself little challenges that for the week I'm going to do. I mean, next week now I'm going to try and go to bed at a decent time, which yes. I, I tried it this week. It did not work at all. I was going to bed after midnight. That's what I was doing. But I was busy. I'm always busy in it. So <laughs> I need to like be better with doing that. But yeah, definitely career-wise, if nothing, this pandemic has made people change careers, start businesses. And just、mm-hmm. think outside the box. I hang on. I can be doing more with my life. I mean, yes, we don't know when we'll come out of the pandemic, but at least by then, you would have something you're going to. And the other thing I said to myself, which is a big success thing for me, was don't come out of the pandemic fatter than you went into it. And so far, so good. <laughs> doing well. <laughs> um, I just wanted to acknowledge we do have quite a few people listening in. So just wanted to say to them, please don't forget to hit that bell, click the bell, and subscribe to the channel. And at the same time, if you've got any questions for us, or if you want to join in the conversation, the live chat's available. Just type it in there.、Um, but the one question I wanted to ask, and I'm going to put this to Jude: How do you measure success? Was that a question for me? It was, Jude. Oh yeah. Oh great. I think we, we, we we've all been talking about how we measure success. For me, like I said, it's about setting those.、Uh, Achievable goals, those goals that we call smart goals. They're short-term, they're timely, they're, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're measurable. Use those words, but、uh, you don't want to be setting yourself up to fail. Failure、mm-hmm. itself is success, you know, in a way. But、uh, we know we we all don't have same strengths, so I don't want to be uh, uh, advocating that. And people then think, oh, he did say failure is success, and I've failed, and I'm feeling depressed. So yeah, it's setting those small goals. So for me, I always wanted to go university. I didn't have the opportunity to do that in Nigeria. I like, I like, I like studying. And I came over here and went to、uh, uni, and I came out with a degree. Came out with a first class degree, and that to me is a success because I've got that degree and、uh, continued. But what I became as a result of that degree is a social worker. Am I happy in that role? It's another story for another day. Because that's not what I said I had to do. I wanted to become a lawyer, but after that makes a lot of sense. Why? <laughs> why does it you, make a lot of sense? All this argumentation in that you do. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to watch、uh, two people. One of them is still alive,、um, Femi Falana and uh, uh, may so rest in peace, Doctor Ganifawemi. I used to follow those people a lot. I used to watch them. Keenly when I was young, so I wanted to become a lawyer because I liked the way and this other guy was Ekome, and I liked the way they spoke, you know. But、mm-hmm. I was told you're in England now, you got to pay the bills, you got to do things that are expedient, so to speak. So 
I ended up doing a degree in uh, social work. You had a bit of law and politics. So the success in that sense is that I got that degree. Yes. Am I happy in what I'm doing? It's a different story. But isn't you know? that the, the steps? So you've got the degree in social work, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can, you're going to set the next goal. So, because it sounds like we're all sort of, we all sort of are looking, we're working, we're achieving, we're working, we're achieving. So you said, it's like, I don't know if you've wiped out the whole being a lawyer, it's never too late, but you've got to do I don't think it's too late at all. It's never too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. What's the next one? I hire you if you're a lawyer. No, it's not too late. I was going to get there. It's not too late, but what I was going to say is it can take time to achieve that goal, but you have to look at your presenting situation for example now i'm back in school i'm doing my master's program but i'm not doing law i'm not doing social work i'm doing uh international security and global governance because i i thought okay terrorism is the deal if i if pandemic happened before i tell you i'll be in the laboratory learning about bacteria right now but it was terrorism terrorism was the biggest business so i thought going forward with all these conflicts everywhere i need to know more about international security global governance and politics so i set that goal then pandemic set in and i'm thinking again you know what i need to go learn about bacteria i need to be wearing the white coat so again it's about you setting those achievable goals and timely goals you don't want to be a lawyer when lawyers are obsolete if i was in america probably law would be paramount because they make so much money, like the famous uh, Kardashian and all of them. But yeah, in England, you have to do what is the speed and you have to pay bills. So I might just say all these fanciful words and another five years, I'm trying to do learn how to repair Mercedes-Benz because it's the you know, Tesla, Tesla cars, trying to because repair Tesla cars because so it's about the you, bills. Are you mm. following where the money is? It's not, not necessarily where wow. the money is. It's, it, it is, so to speak, but that's not success in itself. I'm no. saying, I'm saying in all of this, I'm still not that successful because I'm saying I haven't achieved what I wanted to do. By the time I get to 70, I still have life. Then I go do a PhD or something in law. Then I can say, oh, yeah, I achieved it at the end of the day. But what I want people to understand is you might set out at first to say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. It might change along the line because you don't know tomorrow. You have to do things that are at the time timely. We need help right now in the whole world. We need help with creative vaccines that work, ethical values yeah. and all of that. So I might switch from becoming a lawyer and go in the laboratory and wear a white coat so I can understand how to help people better. I'm fully with you, Jude. My mm. first degree is in forensic science. I wanted mm. to be a forensic scientist. I watched CSI crime scene investigation. <laughs> I wanted to be the person that would go and grab the DNA and do the autopsy. So I studied the subjects I needed to do, but once I finished university, I then said, oh, I want to be a chemistry teacher. Then it was like, okay, no, I don't want to teach chemistry. I just want to teach. So yeah, exactly. I know as years go on and as you get older and start finding yourself and knowing the world, yeah. what yeah. we count as success changes. Because my yeah. parents wanted me to be a doctor. They said we have a doctor, a lawyer, and an engineer. Yes, they mm. all of that, all of us out. Mm-hmm. But each mm-hmm. of us had those were the goals our parents set, but we set our own as we got older. Um, yeah. Tyler, how do you measure success? What Jude was just saying, I very much agree with. And um, but what's what's really interesting to me as well is I think we forget about the. Like I've got friends that grew up in the countryside and stuff like that. And we forget about the everyday person that just works nine to five in a kind of regular job, if you want to call it. They've got 
two kids, they've got a wife, they've got a husband, they've got a house, they've got a car, they've got their family. That, to, to an extent, that's still success. You yes. Know? They're not they're not they're not earning big big money in in city jobs in London. They're not they may not be driving fancy cars or whatever, but to, they've still got success. So for me, this is why I think people people will put themselves down and think I'm not successful just because of what they're seeing. Again, either on social media or TV or whatever. But I think you really need to, you need people need to scrap that mentality. Any of us can be successful. Any of us can be leaders. It's just we, you have to have some sort, some sort of drive inside you. I think you can be working in Tesco, but if you've got that drive and you know you're doing this and you're doing this in order to buy your house, in order to invest in whatever it is, that's still a level of success. So sometimes it doesn't really matter what you do. I think the aim, yes, is to work in something that you love because then you're successful doing what you love. But again, back to the point that you mentioned earlier, G, raising your child every single day. You know, I... I I can absolutely appreciate that. You know, now we've got a daughter, literally raising her, feeding her, bathing her, clothing her every single day. That is successful as well. So, you know, it's, it's just about- like Literally, you know, when my son sneezes, I have to watch him for 10 minutes straight, like stare at him. He's okay. To just like, just, and then like, he's literally now he can talk, he's like, get off me. Sorry, say that again? Are we not confusing success for fulfillment and happiness? No, 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 no. Because it's how it's how you interpret success. So yes. for me, like I said before, there's two types. There's the short term and there's the long term. So for me, short term is everybody in my household is fine. Everybody's healthy. I'm alive. The first song I played this year to mark my birthday was Sia's I'm Alive very loudly because I'm literally alive. There's no need for any resolution. No need for it. I blasted that thing several times because... He made a lot of sense to me and I did almost lose my voice as well, but still. And I think also, I just wanted to touch on this as well. Social media these days, and we, I think we spoke about it on our episode about social media, it makes success look like it's overnight. It mm-hmm. is not overnight. I watch, there's this particular page I follow. It's mainly for women. It's called Albright. Uh, but it's about women and success and not just, it's just building up women in general. And they, they do this series where they show, they were kind of like in maybe 10 slides or less, show someone's story. And it's amazing how many times all these successful people failed before they got to where, where they, they are. But yeah. nobody, and for me, that's the bit I want to see. Like if I know yeah. someone, I don't think I really have any role models that are celebrities at the minute. I don't think I have any. Um, but I like to, like I watch some stuff about Oprah, about when she was... There's this podcast series about her life that I've listened to and it talks about all the time she's failed and she's done this. And so many other people like that, you just don't know that this is, I mean, if you take the time to look at uh, Jeff Bezos, the guy for Amazon, when you see where he started and what he tried to do, he started out selling books. Like he just wanted somebody to sell books. You know, that was it. Apple, Steve Jobs, they fired him from the company he had before, before he set Apple up. You know, and there's just all these sort of things. And a lot of people just think, okay, success, if I have this money, I'm going to do this. If I have that money, I'm going to do this. And I think also men, no offense, you man them, um, they're very much money. Money driven. Money. Money is the, I know I've had conversations with my husband in the past where I've said, you know, something not like success, but is money. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree with the money. That's why I said most men. I didn't say all Mm. men. Yeah. yeah, it's the money thing. Like, like how you said about the whole going to um, 
do the studying about terrorism because you mm. said that's where the money is. And then you were yeah. saying like, if the pandemic, if you knew there was a pandemic on, you'd have gone to do a lab kind of, you know, study. So yeah, I, th- are, I think, it, I think it's about power. It's about power as well. Because power is currency. The current, no, because uh, a lot of people believe it's money, power, respect. They believe that's the order it should be in. So mm-hmm. chase the money, you get power, respect. I mean, let me not mention the guy on our platform last week about nine figures, so can find a woman, not said. I was just about to talk about that. I was just about to say, what do we say in regards to people that have, um, that claim that money is success? So I have a million pounds or 10 million and I'm now successful because I have that amount of money. What if that's how they people? define success, that's fine. Simple. But don't that's expect fine. that to, to impress me as success. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you're rich. Are you happy? Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. Like, I don't think, you know, if someone's if someone's started up their own business and they've turned over, you know, six figures, seven figures, whatever it is, like, yeah, you. I don't think you can turn around and say that's not successful because it technically is successful. They've made a success of what they've done. But then what is it? It's, it's more than that. Like you said, are they happy? Are they, are they, are they helping people? Have they changed? Have they changed anything? Have they, have they changed to somebody? You know, yeah. Okay. When we, when we had this topic and I was looking around and I was looking for just things to just influence my thought process, I came across a quote and it's by um, the managing director of a company, so a teacher um, called Let Institute, um, Mrs. Oweru. And she wrote that money is not a gift of success. The ability to make money the capacity to manage money and the tenacity and intelligence to multiply money are the gift of success. What is your opinion in regards to, so she, what she's saying is money is not a gift of success. Is what you do with the money, as you were saying. Yeah, what, that's that's, yeah, too, that's too much, to, that's too much talk. With? That's too much talk. They just, you know, people talk too much. They want to sell books. They've arrived at place. They want to sell books. They want to talk. Look, if you want to know about, I don't listen, I don't listen to people like that. Go read the book, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and all of these billionaires you talk about today. They were all helped. They were pushed to get to one place. Success is not happiness. Don't equate it. Don't confuse it. Happiness is a different ballgame. You can be successful and not be happy. It is legit and it is valid. Great. That guy who set out to earn so much money is successful because he's earned the money. Is he happy? No, it doesn't matter. But well, then he doesn't became... that depend on what your definition of success is? No, if I, if, I, if I make a billion today, no, it, that's that's exactly what, that's why it's personal. If I make a billion today and I choose not to help nobody, it don't matter what I do with my money. I'm yeah, successful still. Yeah, but this is that that's your opinion. So no, but, but we're, we're trying to, we're trying to end just, up with happiness. Saying, no, 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 no. That's... Your definite. This, this is again. Let's but, go but back this to woman, the, this to woman, the, this person uh, you just quoted, no, is our woman opinion. Is saying, what the woman is, is saying opinion. makes sense to me because what that woman is doing is what Oprah does. Oprah uses her Oprah, money. That, that's Oprah's opinion. Oprah's opinion is not no, the no, 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 of success. No, 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 no. I'm saying Actually, it's not. not. The it's not, and it will never be. Everybody so cannot be Oprah. What do you do with the money? What do you do with the money? It doesn't matter what I do with my money. It's my money. Yeah, what I give it up? Calm down, that bro. That's how. That's no, how we're talking. Opinion. We're talking. That's we're talking. Yeah, but, but, but she should have put it on people. Because, no, because we're talking to people. I want people to understand that if you wake up, gee, what you said at, uh, in the beginning, if you wake up in the morning and said, I'm going to try to brush my teeth, that's success. 
Whatever money comes out of it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to try I to get out of this pajamas. That's success. You know, it's small things like that. But whether you become Oprah out of brushing your teeth, that's jara, that's added. The success is the small goals that you said are achieved. Tyler wanted to become a, an actor. He went to a school for that. He got training for it. He came out as a certified actor. That's success. Whether Tyler is happy now because he's achieved uh, six-figure sums and he's acted alongside people like Denzel, it's a different thing. Whether he's not fulfilled because he's not gotten the big role he wants, it's a different thing. But the success has already been achieved because he's come out of that school, that rigorous training, as an actor. It's simple, and he ends there. Whether he then builds a school in Malawi, doesn't matter. I don't have anything to success. That's just philanthropy. I think, I think, I think your my the, from how you're talking there. That means I differentiate between success and goals. Yes. So if Tyler, sorry Tyler, I know you're in the room talking about your third person. <laughs> your goal was I'm going to go to the acting school. I'm going to be RADA certified, whatever you people call it. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. That's that's that to me. That's a goal. Like I didn't want to be an accountant, like you said. My parents pushed onto me. Same with you. The idea of success. My dad also wanted a doctor. This this this. I wanted to be an architect. My dad told me it was not a legit um, profession. And being the seventeen-year-old I was, I believed my dad. So I didn't do architect, which is what I really wanted to do. But over time, I realized, hang on, I'm doing this accounting thing because I've taken on board my dad's uh, description or definition of success is to be an accountant. And I did it. And you know, I just keep pretending to use it. So for me, in the end, when I finished my degree and then I went on to carry on the other exams I had to do to be certified, whatever, it was a goal. Like, okay, I'm in it now. Let me finish it. So at least I don't leave half done, sort mm -hmm. of. But literally before I even became chartered, certified, I knew this is not for me. This is not success to me. This is just a goal I'm achieving. It didn't bring me any sort of joy whatsoever. It put food yeah. on the table. It got me a job, whatever. But for me, I was like, I, kept, I remember I kept asking myself, what, what kind of life is this? This is not life. This can't be my life. I can pretend that it's fine, but this isn't it. So for me, there was goals to be achieved and there was success. So being an accountant to me is not success. It's a goal that I achieved. One of our listeners has put down that success is something you set out to do or not, and you feel that inner happiness and peace about that achievement. So that sort of is what we've been talking about in regards yeah. to yeah. if it's money you're aiming for, success is, and that's what will make you happy, what are the steps you take to get there? If it's um, to become an astronaut, what were the steps you took to get there, or well, what are the steps you take to get there? So that's cur that's currently what my son wants to be as of last week. He wants to be an astronaut. The week before was a firefight. Can I just add you know, what I like? I like what that person wrote. Um, and what Jude was saying just now, I do. I, I really hear what you're saying, and I feel like, like you know, you said an example myself. Went to the drama school, come out, started acting, have been acting for all these years since then. Therefore, that's success. I think. The thing that I think me and you were talking about, G, or alluding to, I think goes into legacy. I think mm. if you get success and then you now decide to do whatever you're doing with it and build a school in Malawi, da, 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 yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. that then goes into legacy. So I think yeah. when I think about success, I'm also kind of thinking about a legacy as well. But yeah. like you said, technically you can get success and you keep it for yourself, you make yeah. yourself happy. Yeah. That, 
That's a lot. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of very quiet millionaires not saying mm-hmm. nothing to nobody, mm-hmm. minding mm-hmm. their business, living in the same house, like nothing. Like there's no. We, we, my we husband always use, says that like, if we if we won the lottery, we're not telling anybody. We could use Boris Johnson. One of our listeners is possible. One of our listeners has put that down in regards to millionaires that as much as they live in that high life, when they lose, they lose big because. Mm-hmm. That's all they're holding on to is being successful. They've not, yeah. for example, we're coming back to that person we had last week, not married, no family. So what do you have to gain or what do you have to show of your success? So if something was to happen, what takes one little thing, one little thing was to happen, what do you have to show of your success? Yeah, whether you fall on your bum or not. If you set out to become a lawyer, you become a lawyer, whether you become a billionaire through that and you misuse your funds and you land on your bum. To me, you're still successful because you achieved to become a lawyer, you be, you became that. The other ones is just, yeah. by the way, so look at Boris Johnson. That man, that's why when people give him sticks, I'm like, you can give him sticks all you want. Our current prime minister is successful because when he was young, he was primed for what he became now. He's been yeah. fa- he's been walking towards it. He, he admired people like Churchill. Although I don't yeah. like Churchill, he admired Churchill. This is what he wanted to become. He schemed, he grafted, he lied, he did whatever. Yeah. He backstabbed, he fell down, he cried. He achieved it. He is successful. He's your prime minister. Whether he's married to 20 women, that don't matter. Whether he ends up on his bum. He's a he baby don't... daddy. He's not married to nobody. He's Jeremy a Corbyn, baby Jeremy daddy. Corbyn, Jeremy Corbyn is not successful because he wanted to become prime minister of this country, no matter how, how much, despite how did lofty he? his ideas were. I don't were, think he did. De- despite how lofty, that's why he became the labor leader. If you don't want to become, he won't have become a labor leader. That's what they. That's why they become opposition leader. So he did. He did not achieve that. So that's not successful as a labor leader because he wanted to be the PM. He ended up as an opposition and failed. Boris Johnson is successful. Whether he's married to twenty wives, that's by the wayside. Whether his morals is down there, stinking by the wayside. Whether he's a liar by the wayside. He achieved what he wanted to become a prime minister. That's success. That's how. That's yeah. what you. That's what. That's your opinion of Boris Johnson. That's right. Yeah, it's my opinion. Boris Johnson today. Do you feel to do you feel that you are successful? And he turned around and said, "Well, no, I actually wanted to be a medical doctor." He's just being political correct. That man desired to be a prime minister all his life. What well, was he talking about? He's just being political oh, correct, man. Right? You, you say, "Well, no, I wanted to be a lawyer." Me? You know? Yes. You know what you were just saying? Yeah, exactly. I tell you why I changed. I'm not therefore, therefore, ipso facto, as I say, I'm not successful because I want. That, so that's why I said to our, our people watching. It's not the end. At the age 70, I can still go and get a training as a paralegal. And then I'll still achieve it. And then I will look back and say, wow, I did well, achieve it. I'm, I'm successful. So, with that, with that, so what about the other stuff you would have done in between? That's not success? But that's, well, no, but that's what I was saying. The goals you set, great. You set them. Times change. What you said, look, I ask people, go back to when you were a baby. That first word that came out of your mouth when people say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they said, oh, I wanted to be a pilot. I said, that's what you should have done as a grown-up. But circumstances, mm-hmm. life is real. Life is no fake. Yeah, you, yeah, you dream, yeah. you wake up. You wake up in reality. Yeah. As much as reality is our enemy, reality is real. I wanted to be that. But a, a good friend, I call, and his name, coincidentally, is Moses. I do call him my Moses who drew me out of the, who drew me out of uh, the slavery in, in Egypt. That's what I tell him. He sat me and said, guys, sit down here. 
you end up being a charge and bail lawyer for Nigerians looking for papers in Woolwich. He said, they won't pay you. I have an experience of this. He said, but do this to get up. Is there something you wanted to add, Tyler? Hmm. Um, yeah, no, I was going to say, you know, when you were talking about, say, like Jeremy Corbyn becoming, he wanted to become PM, but he didn't essentially, so that wasn't class of success. I was going to say, linking it, I'm not a political guy, but linking it into, say, well, you don't do politics here, so it's good. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> politics. Linking it into the acting world, yeah. I'll give you a quick example, right? Everyone knows Idris Elba, right? Everyone knows Idris yeah, Elba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, when he went to America, he was already working in the UK, right? People think that he went to America and, you know, that was, he got his blow and that was it. No. When, a quick backstory. So he went, he went, went to America for four years, he didn't work, right? He was illegally DJing and trying to make get money together and da, da 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 So anyway, when he now got The Wire, right? If everyone knows The Wire, the series, right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. went up for a different part. He went up for a bigger part. He got a smaller part, yeah? If he had turned around now and been like, ah, I don't want That's that smaller part. That's not the one part. I want, yeah, yeah. Look, that smaller part that he got is what now pushed him to becoming a superstar yeah. that he is. But, well, it's, the same, it's, it's in the same line, though. It's in the same acting. He didn't go become wire in the supermarket. You yeah. see where I'm going with it? So it's in the yeah. same field. It's in the same That's field, it. but this is what I'm saying. Exactly. Sometimes you have to take a detour to get your success in terms of exactly. what you think is That's not it. your part. It can still lead mm-hmm. to the success. So this is why I'm just trying yeah. to encourage anyone out there that, you know, it's a journey. Like you said, it's not overnight. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. So where you are right now, you may not be in the, in the job that you want to be in, but stay there. Don't keep on learning, keep on working, because then when the opportunity comes, or you know, there's a testimony I heard You'll the have other day. To be ready, yeah. There's a testimony I heard the other day where someone was hating their job, right? They they wanted to move from their job. They wanted to move, but something was telling them to just sit down and stay in their job, yeah. right? Yeah. What happened? They sat down and stayed in their job. Then the, the person that was above them now left. They then got promoted, which they never would have got because they 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 couldn't have gone somewhere else without that. You know, because it was in-house, they got that promotion. Now they're learning. Now they, from there, they can now move on to, to much bigger things. Sometimes yeah. you have to stay where you are, and you still work on your craft and work on yourself. You know. Yeah. G, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make? Uh-uh. in life <laughs> or with career. We're talking along the lines of success. So in life, <sighs> you can make it career, but what's the hardest? Oh my god. Question, and man. everyone's gonna answer this. So those of you that are oh, waiting, oh God, you're going to <laughs> you're going to make me go down a route I wasn't planning for. Um, the biggest decision I had to make was was saying yes to my husband. For me personally, that's okay. that's the biggest decision for me, and it was hard. I think making that decision. I'm a Christian, and when I married my husband, I wasn't a Christian then. I didn't have a religion. I just I had a chat with God every day, you know. Hey, so, faith, religion. Yes, I was a faith. I was a person of faith. That's why I used to call myself then, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost became a Buddhist, but I didn't. Um, so I remember I had a lot of conversations about it. And for me, I didn't have any, um, what do you call it, role model marriages that I could say, okay, I'm going to follow this like one it. or, you know, a hair. There was nothing. And then I had lots and lots of conversations with God about it. And I remember, you know, you just have to make a list of everything you see in a person. And not just now, Not I'm one of those people that there's no such thing as love is blind. I see things, I see everything. <laughs> yeah, so I made a list of everything 
all you know when the when the cons and the pros and the pros are just going and going i said right okay fine this is not a i didn't make a decision lightly but that yeah. was very very difficult to make and it's probably one of the few times i've realized i actually don't like making decisions i don't like making hard decisions at all i'm one of those people that let's vote and then majority carries the vote but obviously i couldn't vote with anybody on that decision that had to be me because i knew i had to go and fight my parents about it because i come from a muslim family my dad had said i had to marry a muslim so that was the the so first of all i had to decide i want this person for myself secondly i had to sort of envision all the uh, pushbacks i was going to get and i knew it was like a tough ride coming so i had to i had to find some concrete knickers to put on to just brace myself for it so that for me i think it was the hardest decision i've had to make so far one of our listeners has actually named it as marriage success she said <laughs> well i don't even know if it's a she but she's got, she's written a whole piece but i like the marriage because that's an example of success you made that yeah. decision you've got a successful marriage you're still building upon it you've got a, a young son so that mm-hmm. is success because there yeah. are it's a goal well a goal set at some point and now you've achieved it you're now working together mm-hmm. to build and build and build um, and i just want to say hi to my husband he's watching hello hello how are you doing hi my husband <laughs> Jude, you know he's your biggest fan so you can yes, say hi to him right? <laughs> so Jude, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make up to this stage boy that's that's I don't know. <laughs> I, I I guess it, it it comes down to uh I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I have you know, made man. many? Have you made many hard many. decisions that why you can't pick one? No really. I think what it what, what the struggle is that they didn't really appear to me as if they were hard decisions. Maybe I haven't got to that place yet. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I think now you just said it, I remember. Actually growing uh, I came here as a young man and uh uh England was a big shock to me. Most people will know that. Uh yeah. it's not like uh they don't rape and kill and do all of that stuff in Nigeria, but I came into this country and um because of the media, the way the media does things, everything mm. is on your face. I don't know if you guys remember the Holy Wells and Jessica Chapman, two yeah. young girls who were brutally killed by one of their t- PE yeah. teachers or teachers. Yeah. So that was yeah. around yeah. the time I came into the country and the news was big mm. and um for me it was just one week after another week another rape another trouble another killing so i was really scared i was really shocked mm. and i made up my mind at the time that i would never marry and i would never have children i just thought they were <laughs> the most horrible things to bring into this world because of my myopic uh, view of the world yeah. at the time i was just looking at london england i i was really scared of england i was really scared if i had the big uh, chance and opportunity i would have just run out i actually i once day wanted to I started thinking Nigeria is better than this place. But upon <laughs> reflection and you you know I won't lie you can't really just go back to Nigeria when your family left kind of invested in you to come abroad and make their lives better. Yeah. I then realized upon reflection that all of these things they do happen in Nigeria on a daily. It's just that the media don't magnify it on yeah. our faces. So my biggest decision was actually deciding to then hook up with my woman who's my wife today and we'll, and have children. They remind me still people who know me then said you said you would never marry you said you would never have children. So I actually I did not want I never wanted to. I just thought you know I just got to live my life 
get this yeah. money, do my thing, mm-hmm. just avoid all of this. Because London was really scary at the time. It is still scary. Is it? Yeah, it's that's why I very, left. very scary. So that's why I left yeah. London. And that's 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 my future biggest uh, decision I'm having to make now. I really don't know where to go. I want to relocate. I told you guys previously. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to do where to go about it. I'm thinking. Just start checking just out leave. places. Start, when they allow no, I'm you thinking to drive probably just leave just the whole of England. No, it's probably just leave go? the whole of England because it is scary. England is a scary place. Trust me. Canada I know. here is nice. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm having to think about it. Twenty centimeters or fifty feet snow after day through. So yeah, it's my decision. The hardest decision you've made is relocating. So leaving Nigeria, coming here, where London is, it's a completely different. It's not even just London, the UK. It's completely different to mm-hmm. Nigeria. Um, I'm sure I've. I did the same when I was younger. I came to this country when I was seven, but that's still not compared to you because you came a lot older than I was when I came over. Yeah. Um, but adapting and then getting married, having children, all of those to, to me, I see that as you've made successful, you've, you've gone through different things that form success in your life. So you've Thank married. You. What was your hardest decision, Dee? My hard, I've had loads of hard decisions. Um, if I, I could write a book, as much as everybody sees this, I can Just write. Write it, write it. Um, and those close to me would say, if I was to ask them, who would they find successful? they probably would say me because of all the things I've gone through and all mm. and the way I live my life. But one thing I would say is I think I'm successful because of when I look behind, when I look at all the different things I've achieved in regards to coming to this country, studying, um, going to university. I've any, just like you were saying, any little illness, it hits you, but when it hits you, it hits you bad. I put my hand mm. up. I remember my friends saying they'd never heard of somebody of color getting meningitis and being hospitalized for how many days? Put my hand up. That was me. Mm-hmm. Everything sort of happens to me. But um, just overcoming them. And then it's the studying. I've always got something I'm doing. Last year, I've been <laughs> a leadership. It's always something to achieve. When yeah. married, and I got married, had my daughter. Um, just there's always something. And mm. I'm never sitting still. Never sitting still. There's always something cooking. There's always a plan. And everyone's always looking, what's she doing next? What is she doing next? And I think I think that's how it should be. I'm happy. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not happy where you're I am. You're always looking for the next step up. What's I the next thing? Up, what's the next thing? I asked a friend, what how do you measure success? And it was actually her husband that got back to me. And her husband said, said when reality exceeds dreams so he's got his dreams but when reality exceeds them and I said so what happens when you hit when you like what happens next he goes well the dream keeps growing so when reality hits that dream that dream just keeps growing so there's always more that we can achieve um but the hardest decision I've ever had to make I, I can only think of the the most recent one and the most recent decision I've had to make is reduce my hours at work. Hardest because financially it hits us as a family, but I've been able to open my, my eyes to so many other things. Um, look after my health. Success is another one. Looking after your health, being healthy. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. actually a big one in regards to success. Because if we can live yes, to win absolutely. you're successful. Yeah. You've been successful. Yeah. Um, yes, so I think for me, current, that's the only one I can think of because I only just made that decision to reduce my hours at work. But I'm going to move over to Tyler. Tyler, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make? 
Well, since everyone's mentioned their partners, I guess I have to go down that road as well. You don't have to, <laughs> she won't mind. <laughs> she just will speak to you for a couple of days. <laughs> Jokes aside, I think I can't, it has to be for me as well, like choosing to, to propose and, and, you know, and then eventually get married. Like, I, I can't, because for me, I'm very much about family and life and you know enjoyment in life and then work comes second to me even though I love my work work is still always second to me no matter how much success I get via my acting career mm. the home life and the family life is still more important no matter what so I think mm. yeah that decision to I always knew that I wanted to get married from a young age and have you know I grew up with my mom and my stepdad which was great but then my dad was wasn't around and he was around and and then I've got, you know, half brothers, sisters and stuff, which is great. But I never wanted that for myself. Mm. So for me, success was getting married to one woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> having, having children, however many children we've decided on two. But yeah, we've got one so far. So, you know, having a family, that one family and we grow together and then we stay together. So that when our daughter and hopefully our future son that I'm, I'm praying for, um, <laughs> when they're Amen. older... They, um, they get married and then we can be sitting there at the top table with them as mum and dad. Yes. Yeah. That, that that's success. That's success. If I'm married for the rest of my life, that's success. You know, and it's not easy. Yeah. Marriage is not easy. So, Mate, yeah. that's another topic. Marriage yeah. is not easy, but boy. <laughs> Marriage is not easy. Um, we've all sort of we all know, or we all, we're all successful. All of us sitting on this panel, we're all successful. Our opinions on what success is might be, some aspects of it is the same, some aspects might be different. But one thing I'm going to say is, although we are all successful, if you could start all over again and you could change something, what would you do differently? G. Nice. Right. I asked myself this question several times a year so I'd say first of all I would take the well, I came to this country when I was 16 my dad had registered me to do I don't know whatever the um, subjects are you need to be a doctor and I remember I went I looked at them when they put it on the board I was like okay so I went to the head deputy headmistress and I said I failed all these subjects at GCSE level in Nigeria so I don't know what results my dad gave you but i ain't doing them she goes fine you can change it i said what she goes in this country when you're 16 you can even drop out of school if you want and you can change you can change passport. it you can you can go out you can go and work you hey can go my out. daughter's watching this don't tell her that <laughs> she'll find out and then, so for me i always feel like instead of just deviating and choosing um subjects that would make me into an accountant which my dad knew nothing about until he saw my results after the first term that I changed my subjects and he couldn't argue with me because I'm like, I don't know what results you gave them. All this 419 business, you brought it here again. But then <laughs> I was like, so for me, I'm always like, I should have paid more attention to what I wanted to do and pushed for that. But I was just so relieved to have left that country. I won't lie. The relief, the, that <sighs> went on for years. I think I was maybe in uni, I was like, okay, hang on, I need to be, be serious. What am I doing sort of thing? So for me, I would change, I would have gone with my passion 
and I would have at least tried. And like I think someone said already, failure itself is a sign of success because you tried. Yeah, I would have at least tried, and be able to look back and say, okay, I try. I wanted to be a professional dancer. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be a music producer or dancer. That's those are the two things I've always wanted to do. So I was just like, okay, if ever I could go back, and you know how you see some magazines, people write letters to their seventeen-year-old self and things like that. So that's something I'm still planning to do because then it would. I just want to see what I'd say in there. But yeah, I would definitely be a bit more ballsy. I wasn't as confident as I am now. I was so shy. People thought I was deaf and mute. I know it's yeah. hard to believe now, judging by all the yap yap yap. But yeah, <laughs> so I would definitely kind of follow my passions and take opportunities. It was a big opportunity to come here. That yes, I've made a success of it, but I could have done so much more with it. So yeah. much more with it. Tyler, you said good question. Um, yeah, it's a very good question. Um, I think if I if I if I go back to when my teenage years, mm. it's hard for me to say certain things because it would then involve parents, and I I don't want to I don't want to be like you know my parents should have done this in order for me because that's you know that's another conversation. So if I'm talking about from me when I was an adult and I was able enough. I would probably say I wish if I could go back, I would I would have started my photography business way before I started it. I started it um, 2017, the beginning of 2017. I should have started that business in like 2010 or mm. whatever, 2009, yeah. whatever. If I had done then, I would have learned so much more. I would have been that much more successful because I had it in me. I just didn't know. That it yeah. was something that yeah. I could do. Yeah. I just needed a bit more guidance, and you know. So yeah, that for me, I would have started that a long time ago. But then again, I could have started it a long time ago, and it could have got me in trouble, you know, for various reasons. But so, you'd have so, learned you know, from it. You'd have you, learned something from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. As opposed to not trying at all. Yeah, yeah. Failure is a massive part of success, like you're saying. And fear, 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 mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jude, <laughs> if you could change something, if I could change anything, trust me, man, I would, I would, I would have loved to be that accomplished poet and uh, just learn how to play guitar a lot and just sing by the uh, mango tree and uh, <laughs> watch the moon with my lover and just play guitar and play guitar. And look, I would have loved to really be able to play guitar and sing some of those my lyrics I write and to a woman, just continue to sing to that person that I love. That yes. was my dream. That was part of all my youthful uh, uh, exuberance, as they say. I wanted that. I still want it. But uh, like you said, reality does set in. Reality is the enemy of dreams. But reality is where we live. So reality says, yeah. no, my man, you can't pay bills with learning how to play guitar. That's some hobby. You know, I, I tell people, you know, your hobby is what you should have done. I like writing. I like poetry. I like music. And I love to play guitar. When I hear people, when I just watch people play that thing, mm. oh, my God, I, I fall in love with them. Like, Jesus Christ, why am I not that guy? I know, it looks like so, magic. You know, that's like me I when feel, I see people playing the piano. I'm like, yeah, wow. I feel so jealous. It's like, that's what I should be doing. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, just... Have you learned how to play the guitar? No, reality, guitar? reality won't let me. I bought guitar, do I have one? And yes, it's just okay, like a decoration. Baby steps. Baby it's steps. It's a decoration. Say, you know. It's still a step. Very good baby but steps. It's a decoration. 
Is there as a decoration no, no, no. of anything? Baby steps is a step. <laughs> oh yeah, it starts now. Go on YouTube. Wake up an hour early. Wake up an hour <laughs> early every day. Exactly. I know. I could do that, but it's just a, it's a nice decoration out to the wall for now. Right, we we'll give you six weeks, and you need to come back no. and play us a song, mate. <laughs> okay, play a live show. I can play Doremi. I can play Doremi Fasola to Dodo. <laughs> yeah, so that would have been fulfillment and achievement for me. Trust me. Trust me. You know what it is? You know what it is? Just a quick one on that. I think with the knowledge we now have in terms of like, you know, what we would have changed, all this kind of stuff, this is now where we come in as parents to our children mm, in yeah. terms of, you know, the, the, do they call them Gen Z's? That the Gen Z generation now, they're fearless. They want to be Absolutely. this, they want to be that, they want to be that, they're fearless. Mm-hmm. So I think we as parents now, you know, when your kids are growing up and they're saying they want to do this and they do that, we just have to encourage them. So far, so far things. my son has done ballet, he's done like also like anything he expresses before pandemic obviously anything that expresses an interest in we're going to oh yeah let's go yeah Do i have to wake up early yeah he's done football he's done yeah. whatever he says he wants yeah, to do I, if not I, for I, the I, pandemic i think you're right tyler we have to encourage them and at the same time don't shy away from telling them about reality i was telling i was discussing earlier uh some a while ago with someone i said my kids i do tell them about death and dying I do tell them about, I, in short, I, I erased Santa Claus out of their head. I told them Santa was fake and all of that. You know, I had to wow. spare reality out for them. They had to know what reality was. And people say, oh, no, they're too young to talk, to tell them about death. I'm like, do you know Peekaboo? You know Peekaboo? Any of you know Peekaboo? Yeah, you mentioned that. I'll, I'll look into it. The psychology oh. behind that is about, hey, look at me. I'm here. It's about dying, disappearing. Yeah, okay. So if, if yeah. people out there are telling my kids that, I should have that conversation. Life is about chaos and balance. It will happen what to anyone. Do you think, what age do you think is a good age to be telling your kids look, about? Look, look, there's no good age. You know why I say this? Now, with the pandemic, my little boy is six. I never knew that boy could talk and hold a conversation. I'm looking at him. I'm like, mini me. And I'm really angry at him because he's having his, he's, have, he's holding this ground with me. I say one thing, he asks another. I say he asks, I just like, I give up. What sort of trouble is this? And this is me looking <laughs> at me. So my dear, you think these children don't know what they're doing. They know from that age of peekaboo, they already know you should be talking to them about that, about reality. I tell my kids, you can achieve anything, but I say success and failure is part of the whole game. If you mm-hmm. fail... It just means you're doing something good. And somebody said to me recently, I have, they told me, don't do, don't make the same mistake twice. And she said, you know what? I went on to make the same mistake 20 times so I can know not to make it anymore. That's but success. Then in regards to, our, I think the children themselves need to learn. So as much as we don't want them to fail, they're going to need to learn what failure is in order for them. Of course. To yeah. But what we need to do is ensure that some of the mistakes we made, they do not make the same. And yeah. it's also allowing them to live their dreams and support them of with course, that. Of so course, that they of course, of course, of course. My daughter, she loves football. She plays football. And we yeah. will. I will take her to her football training. I do say to her she still needs to study and because we yes, know that yes, football yes, yeah. is not a long-term mm-hmm. career, but yes, it's what yes, she yes. finds to be successful, so I support her. But what I'm going to say is the dictionary definition of success is an accomplished... What's... Uh, my mind's gone black there. The dictionary definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, which quite a few yeah. of our listeners have been putting into the chat. So to continue setting these those goals, you need to, um, when you reach them, 
and you reach those goals, it's good to aim a little higher. So you've reached the goals, you always aim a little higher. Do something that makes you happy and something that you enjoy. So success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And you say, keep aiming, keep aiming. I would say when you achieve whatever you set out to achieve, please celebrate that win all the time. I celebrate if everything. You don't, if you don't, you won't feel like you you're successful. Celebrate when you win, when yeah. you get to that yeah. win. And yeah. I'm going to wrap yeah. it up there. Thank you for tuning in to This Is Us. Remember to subscribe by clicking the bell. This is us and we have arrived.